Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Peace up. Peace A-Town. Up. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, you are listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. Ah, yes. Everyone's favorite minivan anthem. A little halftime entertainment there. Louis Rabot alongside Zach Cantrell. This is Rabot and Go. ESPN 680-1057. Find us on Twitter at ESPN 680. You can find me at Radio Louis, and we bring in our next guest. His name is Kevin Pulsifer at Impulsivity on Twitter. Uh, you can find him as part of the crew there uh, up at the mothership there in Bristol. Kevin, good morning. Thanks for coming back on, buddy. I really appreciate it. Louie, how's it going? I'm surprised you brought me back after I said the Lions weren't going to do well this year. Uh, I also bet the Lions not to do well this year. I'm over it. Uh, the um, uh, I'm not over la- two weeks ago. Let's be clear, but uh, it's okay to say. Um, Kevin Pulsifer with us. Uh, I mean, it's it Philly guy worth saying. Uh, Villanova uh, hoops manager talking to us here. Uh, fantasy football guy, stats betting at ESPN uh, as well. Go find him at Impulsivity. Like I said, uh, over there on Twitter. Uh, what is it like? at the mothership during Super Bowl week? Is it just all hands on deck and everybody's a little out of their minds? It really is. Those first couple <laughs> days after the conference championships, everybody's like gung-ho, everybody's all in for the Super Bowl. You do get a little bit of a, a downturn that, that weekend in between when it's just the Pro Bowl. We've kind of hit on a lot of the same storylines over and over again. You kind of get a little bit of a, a dull period and then you're trying to get new ways to cover the game. And then as soon as you get like Tuesday, Wednesday of this week, you're all like, okay, we just got to finish strong just get there, all the way through. <laughs> but, yeah, it's awesome. That's awesome. Kevin Pulsifer with us from ESPN. All right, so I wanted to get into some of your favorite bets for Super Bowl Day or maybe some uh, that you're looking at this week. Uh, but I wanted to ask before that, what is it like? What's it been like uh, up there since the launch of ESPN Bet? It's been a lot of fun. I think, um, actually, in Connecticut, we don't have ESPN Bet. We okay. just have uh, DraftKings, FanDuel, and Fanatic. Um, but it, it's been great to just be able to have uh, like the trading team at, at uh, Penn and ESPN Bet to kind of go back and forth on lines, storylines, put out special props that we might be interested in talking about on different shows. Um, being able to work with them has been just a great opportunity to kind of build the brand a little bit more uh, and just get it out there more, more public. Fantastic. All right. Well, my producer, Zach. Uh, is a is an Ohio native and an absolute NFL nut, uh, and so I'm going to pull Zach in on this conversation. I'll, I'll start with this question: uh, In your opinion, are the are the 49ers a worthy Vegas morning line favorite? I think so. The a lot of the analytics models that if you're looking at the whole year, the 49ers were the better team. Uh, heard you guys talking about it a little bit ago, like McCaffrey, Ayuk, Debo, Kittle. The offensive line, defensive line, like they're they are probably the more talented team, and they have been most of the year. 
the public money is coming in on Kansas City, and the reason Kansas City is not favored is because the smart money or the, the bigger wagers have been coming in on San Francisco to keep it just within that one to two range. I'm still leading Kansas City. I know everybody else keeps talking about it. Everybody's making their picks. It's all the Chiefs, all the Chiefs. It's hard to pick against Mahomes. Um, but I, I think the line is fair. I think if it got past three for the Niners, people would be hammering the Chiefs even more. And I think if you saw KC favored, people would be coming back with 49ers. I think the line's right about where it should be. Yeah, I think that's about right. I think the 49ers, as I mentioned, I think they have the better overall team. And for the most part, I mean, this season, when we talked about the best team in the league, San Francisco was the first team that came to mind. I mean, the Chiefs have been on a roll recently, but just as recently as Christmas, they lost to the Raiders and people were wondering where they were going to be this year. So I I can certainly see why the Niners are favored. I also see why most of the money is on the Chiefs because of the Mahomes factor. And it feels like there's a lot of correction as far as the market's concerned, because after the last two games, they, they were underdogs against the Bills. They were underdogs against the Ravens. And I think people are just, you know, they don't want to get burned by Mahomes three times in a row. So it's not surprising that the 49ers are still one-and-a-half-point favorites. I thought Kansas City might be favored by now. I thought maybe it would be closer to a pick So a little surprising, but not entirely. I think the number's about right. Okay. Uh, Over-under for this game uh, is set as well. Do you think the over-under is about right? Because essentially, um, boy, oh, boy, what do they think the final score is going to be here, Zach? Um, obviously something pretty quick. Do you think the uh, the over-under is sitting at about the right number as well, Kevin? I actually, I'm really a big fan of the under here. Okay. Um, and I know it's no fun to bet the under and root against points, especially in the Super Bowl. But the Chiefs didn't have a single game go above 51 points this season. Only two games even went above 48. Um, they haven't allowed 30 points all season. I know the Niners are obviously one of the best offenses they'll face. Um, but in the Super Bowl, teams like start slow, we talked about how Shanahan's probably going to start running the ball, give the ball to McCaffrey, ease Purdy into it a little bit. I think the Chiefs' defense is, is one of the best in the league. Uh, I, I just think when you get down to it, maybe it goes over like 27-24 at the top end, but I don't see this ever getting to like the 60-point game like we saw last year, 70-point game. Um, so I'm more likely to bet on the under here. I don't disagree with that. I don't think it gets to 60. As we mentioned, the Chiefs, I think the most points they've given up this year is 24 or whatever, and it was a 27-24 game against Buffalo a few weeks ago. They shut down the Ravens. Now you could argue the Ravens did that to themselves as well. But yeah. I, I could certainly see this being a 24-20 kind of game, which would obviously hit the under. I think that's in play. I mean, remember the last time these teams played uh, back in uh, 2019, Super Bowl 54, that game was 31-20, but that was because of a garbage-time touchdown or a late touchdown by Damian Williams. So if that didn't happen, and that final score would have been 24 to 20 and that was what the Chiefs offense that had Tyreek Hill was probably a little bit better than what they have this time around so yeah I I think a 24-20 game is very realistic I think 23 to 17 that's realistic I I think the under actually probably hits more often than the over there you go public money of course wildly on the over because of what Kevin talked about everybody who just wants to bet the over Uh, one of my favorite uh, player special bets in the Super Bowl is trying to pick the position of the Super Bowl MVP. Quarterback is minus 275 here on ESPN Bet. Tight end is plus 1,100. Might there be some value there, Kevin? You know, I was going to say, I think there's value on the quarterback at minus, what you said, minus 275. Yes. That sounds probably about right. I think it's interesting because McCaffrey got more votes for MVP than Purdy did last night in the award show. But I was originally thinking it's got to be a quarterback. It almost always is. Um, but then now that seeing that, I think McCaffrey is probably up there, although I bet the value is not good because people are all on McCaffrey. Well, the running back is plus 400 right now. That's actually not terrible if you think it's going to be McCaffrey. Okay. 
I, I think if the 49ers win, it's because they established their running game. They took a lead early and were able to control the game. But I would, I would think my plus 400 is actually pretty good, although you're pretty much just looking at McCaffrey. I Correct. don't think Pacheco's going to get there. 11-1 right. to 1 for tight ends, not bad. I don't know. For Kittle, you're probably going to need two touchdowns, and then if you're getting two touchdowns from him, you're probably looking at Purdy having a good game. Kelsey, you could definitely see it. Um, he's just been the engine for the Chiefs these last couple of games. The reason they're winning now when they weren't in the regular season is because Kelsey has shown up in a much bigger way. Um, so I do think if, if he goes for like and 100 in a score like he did last week, I think that's definitely definitely a good, a good chance that that happens. For you, uh, for you, Zach, Christian McCaffrey plus 425 for MVP, Travis Kelsey plus 1400, where yeah. would you lean there? I would lean toward just value-wise. I think Kelsey has better value, but I think more likely to happen, obviously, is McCaffrey. But yep. think about this. No running back has won Super Bowl MVP since Terrell Davis back in 1998 at Super Bowl 32, so it's been a while. I think a couple of good plays are Travis Kelsey plus 20 receiving yards in the first quarter. I think that's a lock. They're going to get him the ball early and often. And I think Isaiah Pacheco, anytime touchdown score, he scored a touchdown seven of the Chiefs' last eight games. So if you're betting on Kansas City, I think those two are really uh, – plays to make and I like Christian McCaffrey over four and a half receptions I think they're going to get him the ball out of the backfield as we've talked about they're going to establish the run easing Purdy into the game part of that is screen passes dump offs and McCaffrey's an outstanding receiver as we know so I really like those three plays there you go Kevin Pulsifer with us at impulsivity on Twitter you can find him of course uh, as part of the team up there at our mothership there in Bristol Uh, love having him on uh, for these kinds of conversations is there are there other bets that you love are there off the wall bets that you love betting Kevin maybe uh about the national anthem, the coin flip, those sorts of things. Yeah, um, I'll get to those in a minute. But I also oh, okay. I do love the the Kelsey first quarter uh, yards. I love that he has. Okay. I think he put up like seventy five against the Bills. I think fifty of them came in the first half. And last week or the last game, the hundred whatever yards he put up, I think seventy or eighty of them were in the first half. He's tilled off a lot at the end of the game, and I think they look to start off strong with him um so i like that i have the pacheco first touchdown is also in the article that i just posted uh that went live on espn yesterday uh plus 600 um a chiefs running back cast this prop five times during the year and the chiefs scored first most of the time even though they didn't get the ball first most of the time um but i like where zach said is that uh, as far as going a little bit more off the wall um at largest lead of the game you can bet on the over under of whether or not anybody has a lead over 14 and a half um, I'm going under on that. Um, the Chiefs have only had one lead of more than two touchdowns in their last six games, and it was against the Dolphins on the final score. Uh, even though that game felt like a blowout, it really didn't get there until the end of the game. Um, and going back to their Week 10 bye, there was only one other time where they took a lead of more than 14 points, um, and it was only for seven minutes against the Patriots. So I, I think since I like the under overall, um, I like 49ers to not just give up on on, on offense. I think – It'll be a Chiefs win, but I don't think it just gets to be this this massive blowout score. Kevin, we have a question on the text line. By the way, 437-968, if you want to text us in, any questions for Kevin, please do that. Uh, this is a great opportunity for you uh, to ask any kinds of uh, betting questions here. Texter wants to know, if you bet on a first TD scorer, do field goals uh, scored before that in any way affect uh, that bet, Kevin? No, it is only the first touchdown score. So it, a defensive score would count. So like if, if, it's a, if it's a pick six or a fumble recovery, that would count as the first touchdown. But field goals are not included. It's just the first person to reach the end zone. Uh, so if Mahomes runs it in, it counts for Mahomes. If it's a Mahomes pass to Kelsey, it only counts for Kelsey. There you go. Uh, some other uh, things that I love to bet on. I love to bet on things like number of players to throw a pass. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, one. and uh, the over-under 
is two and a half for this game, which is awesome. So I think that's the kind of thing where if you just if you think it's going to be a mundane sort of just uh, no uh, you know no backward uh, lateral passes that kind of thing kind of game, you can go ahead and bet on that. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, any player to score multiple touchdowns? Yes, minus one eighty. Who do you think that player is most likely in this game, Kevin? I think it's probably McCaffrey. I think the Chiefs are much more attackable on the ground, and if anybody's going to score two touchdowns on the Niners, it's because Shanahan realizes how he needs to control the game. Um, Remember, in the Super Bowl with the Falcons, he kept passing the ball when they had that lead against Tom Brady, and it cost them. And then the last time these two teams met in the Super Bowl, he tried to pass too much, and it ended up costing them as well. So if he's learned his lesson and he wants to come out with more of a rushing attack against the defense that is easier to attack on the ground, it could easily be a McCaffrey two-touchdown game. Um, I think on the Chiefs, I'd probably... Probably Pacheco or Kelsey, I think, just because the offense has flowed through them so much the last couple of weeks. But because I like the game under, I don't know that I would take minus 180 on this. I don't think that I would expect this to happen more than more often than not. But if I did, it would, it would be McCaffrey. There you go. Texter wants to know, does Kevin like more TDs or field goals to be scored in this game? Um, That's a good one. I like that bet. That's cool. The final score that I have, I think, has five touchdowns and four field goals, so go. <laughs> I guess I would take touchdowns. <laughs> okay. Because um, I actually went through this, and I was looking at some of the final score lines, and my prediction is um, when you're when you're looking at those, like 80-1 to 1 is, is like one of the, the most obvious scores. Like if you're going 27-20, 27-24, 24-21, things like that, you're only getting like 80-1 to 1 on those, and I don't think that any individual score is more than 1% likely to happen. Um, my final score prediction is actually 27-19, I think the Chiefs get out early like they've been starting strong all, all year. I think the 49ers were struggling at the beginning of the game. Um, so I'm saying 27-13 in the fourth quarter, uh, the 49ers score to make it an eight-point game. And then you have that old analytics discussion of do you go for two, do you not go for two. And I think they go for it and miss it. You can get that at 300-1 to one on FanDuel. Um, and that's basically just a normal score, except with one two-point conversion tweak at the end of the game. So I like trying to find little little bits of pieces like that to try and find a lot more value. You know, I haven't found the two-point conversion number. Will there be a two-point conversion? How much? What was the essential odds on that one? Probably. What, can I let attempted me or? Converted. Uh, no, converted plus 250. Yeah, converted plus 250. Attempted. Is that plus, right? Yeah, sorry. Jeez, I'll pizza. I'll attempted <laughs> plus 128. Well, there you go. And I like that. I'm taking yes. I think there will be a two-point conversion. An attempt. Okay, yes. yeah. No, I like that too. Kevin, do you like that? I do. Yeah, I think when you get to the Super Bowl team, especially these are two really good offenses. You've got an, a good play caller in Andy Reid, a good quarterback in Mahomes, a 49ers team that was one of the most efficient offenses in the history of the league. I think these coaches are willing to say, like, we might need the extra point or two. Or if you get down to the fourth quarter, just because of the way the score lines up, it can happen very easily. It doesn't have to just be an aggressive coach. It can be a team down eight that needs to go for it. So I guess since you already said you think the last score of the game is going to be San Francisco scoring a touchdown, not getting the two. I actually like the team to score last to also win the game. You can get that yes at minus 245. It's happened 17 of the last 18 Super Bowls. The last team to score won the Super Bowl. So I think that's a pretty safe bet. I know you don't have that. I found that an interesting stat. It's happened in 10 straight Super Bowls. Well, even at minus 245, that's a cool thing to include in a parlay for the same game, right? I mean, that's exactly. Yep. And shortest touchdown. Touchdown over under is one and a half yards, and seven oh. of the last eight Super Bowls there have been a one yard touchdown, and including four straight. There you go. Yeah, that's I, I love trying to find a good same game parlay with this because you can build out a whole game script of how you think it's going to happen. 
You can say, like, Pacheco first touchdown scored at plus 600. You can say largest lead of the game under 14.5. You can say um, last team to score wins and, and just kind of make your entire game build around it. And as long as you're not creating a game, game script that, like, is too off the wall, you can get really good odds on just trying to figure out the game just going back and forth the whole way. All right, he's Kevin Pulse for at Impulsivity on Twitter. Uh, we will get you out with a couple. Are there any bets that you haven't mentioned, and do you like any of the kind of silly props that we love around the Super Bowl? Um, fun prop wise, uh, tails never fails. But, I mean, that's- <laughs> <laughs> then, tails uh, never fails. <laughs> I'm your. And the Gatorade color. Um, <laughs> last year, the Chiefs used purple, and purple is also Taylor Swift's favorite color. Don't know if there's any connection there, but. Purple's not the favorite, and I think it probably should be the favorite, so I'll go with that. Um, a couple other things I like. Uh, Brandon Ayuk not to score a touchdown is only minus 190. Um, it's a little bit heavier on the juice, but it's one of the worst possible setups for him. Um, he's likely to get shadowed by Algeria Sneed, who is elite against top receivers this season. Um, the Chiefs allowed less than one touchdown per game to wide receivers, and Ayuk's touchdowns came against guys uh, like Seattle, Washington, Philly, Tampa, like secondaries that we were attacking all season long. Um, he only had nine red zone targets this season, uh, which was 69th in the NFL and half as many as Debo Samuel had. Nice. But their touchdown odds are basically the same. I think it's like plus 150 and plus 160. So I'll, I'll take the no on Ayuk to score. I just think um, Shanahan's going to want to lean on the run game. And if he's getting there in the red zone, it'll be Kittle, McCaffrey, or, or a short pitch out to Debo. Well, Kevin, you are very popular on our text line, and that is not a guarantee at this station. So there you go. Nice job. <laughs> we appreciate Thank you very much. Last question. How do you watch the Super Bowl? I've done it a little bit differently every year. Sometimes it's with friends. Sometimes it's with family. Sometimes I've been at work. Um, I'm actually working on, on Super Bowl Sunday this year. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of people there that are – so, like, I mean, you get rid of the alcohol and the extra food. But, like, some people bring in food. Nice. There's a lot of people that care about it. We're all excited. There's no other games going on. Right. So it's still something that we can all enjoy and watch. We're just trying to also think about the storylines and the content based off of it, too. So it's still a really good time, regardless of, of whether you're working it or not. Must-have Super Bowl party food. Buffalo chicken dip. Oh, that's uh, okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. He's Kevin Pulsifer uh, at Impulsivity on Twitter. You can go find him there. He's up there at the Mothership in Bristol. Have a great time watching the game, Kevin. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Lou. Have a good one, guys. All right, buddy. We'll see you. There you go. Kevin Pulsifer. Popular on the text line. He's good, man. It is a football Friday here. Rabo and Co. ESPN 680-1057. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.